Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 430 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 1 of the Zohar, page 236a in Aramaic and English. I'm going to read a little bit of what I read yesterday, but only in English. I'm starting now from page 429 of the Pritzker edition, Zohar volume 3, um, near the end of the page. Rabbi Shimon said, The descendants of Reuben are destined to wage two wars in the land. Come and see my strength in the exile of Egypt, and fruit of my vigor, for they preceded their brothers in battle. Surpassing and bearing in the exile of Assyria, for the descendants of Reuben and Gad went into exile there first of all, and suffered many torments and tortures, and until now they have not returned. Surpassing in might, in the time when King Messiah will arouse in the world, they will go forth and wage wars in the world, conquering and overpowering nations. Inhabitants of the world will fear them and tremble before them. They will plan to seize the kingship, but will not retain it, as is written. Unbridled as water, you will not remain. That's where I left off yesterday. I'm going to pick up today, where it says, My Tama, um, why, in the English. My Tama, la yishta'arun b'malchuta, v'afilu b'sitracha d'alma, begin ki alita mishkavei avicha, dizminin la'ala ula'agacha kravin bego ara kadisha, mishkavei avicha daika, dair shalayim, tachaze, v'ara sitre alma, it badru bene ruvein begaluta le kivlehon de hol Yisrael, de it galu begaluta arba zimnin be arba citre alma. Adau dirtiv kochichad vereshit aoni tre, yeter seet tlat, ve yeter oz arba. Kegavna da zeminin inun agacha krava be alba sitre alma, ule mishlat be kirbaihu al kola, ve vi natshun amamin sagiin, ve yishletun alaihu, pachas kamaim al totar. Hacha itremiz al hihura kadma'a de havale leyakov, behahu tipa kadma'a berachel, de ilamale hihura de hahu tipa, hava beatre ishtaal reuven behola. Aval pachas kamayim al totar, ki alita mishkeve avicha, behirhura acha, as hilalta vagomer, tava acher. Pachas kamayim al totar deha kad yigchun krava bene reuven be alma vi natschun amamin sagiin la yishtaarun be malchuta. My tamaki alita mishkeve avicha desminin le agacha krava be ara kadisha daika. Dirtiv ki alita mishkave avicha ta Yerushalayim mishkave mishkav mi baelei ela da Yisrael sava mishkave avicha vela mishkav begin da ha bitre zimne it bnei Yerushalayim utlita al zimna lemalka mishicha vealda mishkave avicha ha hacha it galia bracha uma da hava zimna 
ומה דייתי כד עלו ישראל לארה, ומה דייהי בזימנה דמלכה משיחה באובדה דירובין. Why will they not remain in kingship even in a single corner of the world? For you mounted my father for you mounted your father's bed, for they are destined to enter and wage war in the Holy Land, your father's bed precisely, Jerusalem. Come and see the descendants of Reuben have been scattered in exile to the four corners of the world, corresponding to all of Israel. who have been exiled four times to the four corners of the world, as is written, my strength, one, and first fruit of my vigor, two, surpassing in bearing, three, surpassing in might, four. Following this pattern, they are destined to wage war in the four corners of the world and to gain dominion through battle, battle over all, conquering many nations and ruling over them. Unbridled as water, you will not remain. Here an allusion to the first thought that Jacob had concerning that first drop about Rachel. For if the thought of that drop had been in its place, Reuben would have retained all. However, unbridled as water, you will not remain. For you mounted your father's bed through another thought, then you defiled. Alternatively, unbridled as water, you will not remain. For look, when the descendants of Reuben wage war in the world and conquer many nations, they will not remain in kingship. Why? For you mounted your father's bed. For they are destined to wage war in the Holy Land, precisely as is written, for you mounted Mishkavei Avicha, your father's bed, Jerusalem. Mishkavei, beds. The word should read Mishkav, bed. However, this pertains to Israel the elder. Your father's bed's not bed, because two times Jerusalem was built, and a third time in the era of King Messiah. So your father's beds. Here a blessing is revealed. And what happened at that time, and what would transpire when Israel entered the land, and what would happen in the end of King Mas- in, in the time of King Messiah concerning the action of Reuben. Footnote 624, from you mounted your father's bed. According to the simple sense of the verse, this accusation refers to Reuben's sexual sin. See above note 615, but Rabbi Shimon interprets it as referring to the future battles of the Reubenites in the Holy Land when they will attempt to seize the kingship from King Messiah. Jerusalem's seat of the kingdom is the place where God rests, your father's bed. Footnote 625, exiled four times by the kingdom of kingdoms of Babylonia, Persia, Greece, and Rome. Alternatively, the Egyptian bondage is considered an exile, in which case Babylon and Persia constitute a single exile. Footnote 626, first thought that Jacob had, according to rabbinic tradition, Jacob never experienced a nocturnal omission, so Reuben was actually conceived from his father's first drop of semen when Jacob consummated his first marriage with Leah. However, Jacob thought that he was sleeping with Rachel, whom he had been promised by Laban, so his desire focused on her, not on Leah, his actual partner. Because the thought of that drop was not in its place, not directed toward Leah, but rather toward Rachel, the title of firstborn was transferred to Joseph, Rachel's eventual first child. If Jacob had intended to impregnate Leah, then Reuben would have retained all the prerogatives of the firstborn. 628. Beds. Mishkave beds. The plural refers to the first and second temples in the past and the third temple to be built in the time of the Messiah. Israel the Elder refers to God. See above note 534. Footnote 629. Blessing is revealed. Jacob's words to Reuben include blessing. See the parable note above at note 616 and the prediction of messianic victories at note 623. His loss of the privileges of the firstborn. Quote, what happened at that time, unquote. His eventual settling in the Transjordan when Israel entered the Promised Land and his failed attempt to seize kingship in the time of the Messiah. Shimon Velevi, 
אחים כל חמאס מכירותיהם. אמר רבי יצחק, אחיד לון בסטרא שמאלה דשכינתא, דחמא עובדין דינא קשיא, דעלמא ליה חיל למסבל. אמר רבי יוסי, ברכה דלהון אן הוא, אמר רבי יצחק, שמעון לא יתחזה להי, דחמא לקמא עובדין בישין, ולוי דעתה מסטרא דדינא קשיא וברכות. ברכתי לה טליה ביי, ואפילו כד עתה משה לה טליה ביי, דהא בקדשבריך וטליה דכתיב, ברך אדוני חילו ופועל ידיו תרצה, תחזה כתיב. זה הים גדול ורחב ידיים שם רמס ואין מספר חיות קטנות עם גדולות. זה הים גדול. דש חינתא דקיימא עלי דיעקב כד בעל איסתלקה מעלמא ורחב ידיים דהא כל עלמא אימלי ואשלים ונתצמצם תמן. שם רמס ואין מספר, דחמא מלאכי אילאי השתכחו תמן. חיות קטנות עם גדולות, אילן אינון י"ב שבטין בנועד יעקב, דהשתכחו בבשלימו. חד ארי וחד עיל, חד זב וחד טלה. אמר רבי יצחק אלי אחד וטלה אחד וחד זב וחד גדי וכן כולהו להשתכחה חיות קטנות עם גדולות. Shimon, Simeon, and Levi, brothers, weapons of violence, their trade, Genesis 49.5, Rabbi Yitzchak said he joined them to the left side of Shekhinah because he saw acts of harsh judgment which the world could not endure. Rabbi Yossi said, where is their blessing? Rabbi Yitzchak replied, Simeon did not deserve it because Jacob saw his many evil deeds. As for Levi, he issued from the side of harsh judgment and his blessing did not depend on Jacob. Even when Moses came, it did not depend on him, but rather on the Blessed Holy One, as is written. Bless, O Yudevave, his abundance, and favor the work of his hands. Deuteronomy 33.11, come and see, it is written. This, vast, this sea, vast and broad of reach, gliding creatures there, innumerable, living beings, small and great. Psalms 104.25, this sea, vast, Shekhinah, who stood above Jacob as he was about to depart from the world, and broad of reach, completely filled with all the world, which is compressed here, compressed there, gliding creatures there innumerable, for countless supernal angels exist there, living beings small and great, the twelve tribes, sons of Jacob, existing there consummately, one a lion and one a deer, one a wolf and one a lamb. Rabbi Yitzchak said, lion one, lamb one, one a wolf and one a kid, and similarly all of them, so that there should be living beings small and great. Footnote 631, where is their blessing? Jacob's words to these two con sons convey harsh criticism, not blessing. Footnote 632, Simeon, many evil deeds. Jacob envisioned three evil deeds related to Simeon, not only his violent conduct in avenging the rape of Dina, but also how he had plotted to kill Joseph and the sinful act of his descendant, Zimri. 
Footnote 633, as for Levi, he too issued from the Sphirah of Din and was not blessed by either Jacob or Moses, but rather directly by God who assigned him the role of serving in the tabernacle and temple. Footnote 634, completely filled with all the world, Shekhinah contains all of creation which issues from her and is sustained by her. Footnote 635, 12 tribes. The 12 tribes are pictured as arraying and completing Shekhinah. Three of the four animals here correspond to those mentioned in Jacob's blessings of the tribe. Tribes, lion, Judah, deer, Naphtali, wolf, Benjamin. The lamb may allude to the zodiacal sign of the lamb, Aries, which corresponds to Reuven. Footnote 636, lion one, lamb one. Instead of deer, Rabbi Yitzchak includes Gedi, kid, alluding to the tribe of God. Uh, apparently, he wants to contrast lion with lamb and the powerful wolf with kid, thereby illustrating the verse set, living beings great, small, and great. Rabbi Yehuda Amal, Kulhu Shapir, Aval Yehuda Arye, Shimon Shor, Da Ukmua Havraya, Dahavu Mashgihin, Da Le Kabil Da, Da Mimina, Veda Mismola, La Tora de Ovadoe Bishin, Amu Nitsayel Ikunin de Arya Bekufte, Ve Yistakel Be Ve Yidhal Mine, Kach Shimon Shor, Yehuda Arya, Shimon. La zachal virchan ela tafal le moshe bihuda. Dirtiv shma adonai kol yehuda. Ktiv shma adonai uchtiv. Ki shama adonai ki snua anochi. Amara bihuda. Shimon velevi avuhon saliklon. Af anan naslik le levotsina kadisha ilaa. Atu sheilu. Le Rabbi Shimon Amal Kama Chavivin Milin Atfach Bidoi Uvacha Amal Man Yigale Lach Mehemna Kadisha Istalakt Bechayach Al Bene Alma Istalakt Bemotach Ve Astim Diuknach Maptechan de marach it masru bi dach tadir tahaze yakov havale alba nashin ve olid benin mikulhu ve ishtlim binishoi Rabbi Yehuda said, All of these are fine, but Judah is a lion. Simeon is an ox. This has been established by the companions, for they were gazing at one another, one on the right and one on the left. This can be compared to an ox who became vicious. People said, Let's draw a picture of a lion in its trough, and the ox will see it and be afraid of it. So Simeon is an ox. Judah is a lion. Simeon did not attain blessings. Rather, Moses appended him to Judah, as is said, Hear, O Yudevave, the voice of Judah, Deuteronomy 33.7, it is written here, O Yudei Vavay, and it is written, for Yudei Vavay has heard that I am despised, Genesis 29.33. Rabbi Yehuda said, Simeon and Levi were consigned to Moses. Rabbi Yossi said, why did their father consign them to Moses? Let us consign this to the supreme holy lamp. 
They came and asked Rabbi Shimon. He said, How precious are these words? Clapping his hands in grief, he cried and said, Who will discover you, holy faithful one? In your life you transcended all human beings. In your death you vanished, your image concealed. The keys of your Lord have always been delivered into your hands. Come and see, Jacob had four wives and engendered sons by them all, becoming complete through his wives. Footnote 637, Simeon corresponds to the zodiacal sign of Taurus, the ox or bull. The four creatures seen by the prophet Ezekiel each had the face of a lion on the right and the face of an ox on the left. Here, right, symbolizes chesed, left din. Thus, the violent behavior of Simeon, the ox on the left, will be overcome through the power of Judah, the lion on the right. Footnote 638, Simeon did not attain blessings. Jacob's words to Simeon do not constitute a blessing, and in Moses' blessing of the tribes, Deuteronomy 33, there appears no clear reference to Simeon. However, according to rabbinic tradition, Moses alluded to Shimon, Simeon, when he blessed Judah, saying, Shema, hear, O Israel, the voice of Judah. The verb Shema, to hear, is linked with Shimon by Simeon's mother Leah. She conceived again and bore a son, and she said, For Yudhevave Shema has heard that I am despised, so he has given me this one too, and she named him Shimon, Simeon. Simeon's dependence on Judah reflects the fact that his territory was eventually incorporated into Judah's. See Joshua 19.1-9 and Judges 1.3. Footnote 639 consigned. Jacob did not offer Simeon and Levi a blessing, but rather left this act to Moses. Footnote 640. Let us consign this to the Supreme Holy Lamp. Let us pose this question to Rabbi Shimon. Footnote 641. Who will discover you or uncover you? Rabbi Shimon addresses Moses, faithful servant of God, who has vanished and ascended to the heights of divinity and whose burial place is unknown. Footnote 642. Jacob had four wives. Jacob married Leah and Rachel, as well as their maidservants Bilhah and Zilpah. With all four wives, he engendered twelve tribes and attained completeness. That's it for today's reading. Catch you all tomorrow. Take care. <laughs>